stop right? I don't think they're going to stop him. 93.3 and AM 560. KWTO. This is the Elijah Har Show. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at 933KWTO and stream us on the 933 mobile app. Well, per the Constitution, the state of Missouri's legislative session kicked off maybe the earliest it possibly can be. Joining us now on the show, Speaker of the House, Dean Plocker. Dean, welcome back. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on, Speaker Har. All right, Dean, you know the rules. First question, question of the day. Every day, different question. Everybody has to answer. There are four presidents on Mount Rushmore. If you could add a fifth president, who would you put on Mount Rushmore? Reagan. I love it. That's what that's what the producer said. He put Reagan out there. All right, Gavel comes down today. Give us a little preview of what we should expect in the 2024 legislative session. You know, I, it's been preached in the in the papers a lot of doom and gloom. But I, the the hope that I think we have in this body is that we're going to pass good legislation. We're going to hope the Senate can can kind of kind of play along with us a little bit. But we're looking to tackle some big issues that are uh, facing Missourians. And you know, just running down the list, we got to work on crime. Our police officers need to know that we're supporting them. We need to recruit and retain more officers. We've got to tackle the crime problem across the state. We have a fentanyl problem as well, and along those lines of crime, we have to tackle that. We also need to have more choices for kids and parents where they go to school. And I think parental involvement in school is key, and choice for school is, is paramount to getting the parents involved in the children's education. So we, we, work, we look to working on some school choice issues as well. But, you know, I don't know if Green County has been plagued by this uh, as much, but both uh, Jackson County and St. Louis County have been plagued by an unrelenting escalation of our property taxes. We're taxing people out of our homes where our property taxes have gone up 20, 30, 40%. It's uncalled for. Even when we pass taxes for the state of the Missouri, it has to go to the ballot if we're going to increase them by more than like two and a half percent. Yet our property taxes can go up 25% unchecked and allow government to grow. I think we have to look at the appraisal process and keep those those increases of taxes in check. So that's going to be a big thing we look at. And, you know, Elijah, we always kept a, a great fiscal budget. When you were here, we have to do more of the same. The difference, though, is with the COVID money gone, all this ARPA money coming in from the federal government that, you know, has increased our inflation a whole lot, we have to be fiscally responsible with the budget. And, um, you know, Cody Smith from your neck of the woods there in Carthage, we're going to keep an eye on that budget and try to keep fiscal responsibility first and foremost in our mind when we're spending the people's money. You know, I, I listened in a little bit today. Uh, Senate, they've already got people standing on the floor talking about how they're going to, they're going to hold the floor longer this year. They're going to fill a bunch longer. What's the, what's the, what's the house do in response to that? You know, I think we lead by example, right? Um, I'm, I'm privileged not to serve in the Senate the way I look at it. Um, I hold the Senate to good respect, as I think they should be, but I think they have to earn their respect on their Florida quorum and how they handle themselves. And I work for the state of Missouri, as we all do, as you did, and you just do your best. You put your head down, you work, and you apply yourself to pass conservative legislation. And that's what we're going to do in the House of Representatives. And if the Senate chooses to act on that, which I would think they would if they have this, the interest of Missouri first in heart, then I would hope they take up some of the bills we're going to be sending them. 
tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know the technical aspects of a legislative session of the, of the house. What happens today? You know, you gavel in, uh, but there's not a whole lot of action that's going on. Walk us through somebody files a bill. What has to happen to the bill? So as you know, I mean, today's a lot of pomp and circumstances, but when you're the speakers, you worry, it's a lot of responsibility. And I've been down here a lot of days in December, November prepping for today. So today, all of the bills that were filed to date, and you can start filing in December and you can go until March the 1st, but the bill gets filed, say it's handed to me the day it was filed. I have to refer it to a committee to have it go anywhere. It gets referred to committee, has to be first read, second read, referred to committee. The committee needs to call the bill up for a hearing and then vote it out. Then it comes back to me. It goes to a rules committee, of course. Then it goes to the floor for debate. It has to be perfected take amendments on, third read, and then it goes over to the Senate. So it's a very arduous procedural process, as you were well aware. And then that same process gets repeated in the Senate. So the idea is we're not just passing wanton laws, but we're vetting our legislation and we're putting a lot of thought into it before it becomes law. Dean, you talked about some of the the the, the major issues that that y'all are working on this session. Um, what's the what's the hope? How how soon do you try to get those out of the house to try to get them over? I know the budget committee prior to session did a lot of early committee hearings to try to get the budget into good shape. What do you do policy wise to try to get those bills up and out early? You know, we've talked to the caucus. We've been caucusing regularly. We're going to keep that up. The priority bills that often, like the crime bill, for example, I believe that was Senate Bill 189, um, it never made it through. It did through the House and the Senate. The governor vetoed it. We have addressed those veto concerns in the House. We believe the bill will pass out essentially without those veto concerns, go over to the Senate. We would like to think the Senate could quickly pick that up and get it over to the governor's desk, um, those type of things. We're going to push those bills that – that, you know, the open enrollment bill that went through last year is going to be the first touch of, of education reform we want to touch on. That got through the House. A lot of these things are a little bit of sort of like a Groundhog Day experience. The bills we know we can get through the House are going to be fast-tracked. Uh, give us a little bit of uh, your, your sense on what the budget's going to look like this year. Hearing a lot about how the, the economy of the state a little bit flat this year. Give us your sense on, on what the budget will look like in final form. Well, in the final form, I mean, obviously, we have about a $50 billion budget. It'll, it could be ratcheted down a little bit, depending on how much federal money is still out there. But I think we need, to, as I alluded to in, the, in my opening address, we have a budget surplus right now that we've been holding on to. And I think we have to continue to hold on to that for the eventual rainy day that we all know comes. I don't think we should spend it all. And in light of that, our consensus revenue estimates are also flat. So, I, I think we need to be very attentive to creating programs that create future obligations for Missourians that they have to pay for that we enacted earlier in time, which our government seems to do all too often and put a greater fiscal responsibility onto our children and grandchildren. So the goal is to be living, live within our means, invest prudently in our future and our infrastructure so that Missouri can continue to be a great place to live and work and raise a family. All right. Uh, time for all the boring questions to be out of the way. We're going to do some fun questions. You're, I think, what, the 79th Speaker of the House of Missouri history. Is that right? You know, I've heard different numbers. I, okay. I have to take the yeah more than just my shoes off to count that high. <laughs> so uh, it's something in the high 70s, I think. You, What's been, in the year that you've been Speaker of the House, what's been the most fun or coolest thing you've gotten to do as Speaker? 
Well, that's a great question, Elijah. Uh, you know, every year presents different challenges. Um, just simply presiding over the body and having the confidence of 163 people is is also is is very humbling, intimidating, and uh, prideful, if you will, because of what you get to do in a very short period of time. Um, and it, it, it's just very, I mean, it's an honor to do, as you well know, to stand up in front of 162 other members and lead the body as we pass laws for the state of Missouri. Um, you know, but we, you know, working together, kind of working through bills when the, you know, the late night hours, um, you're, you're running over to the Senate, they're running over here, you, you're giving here, they're giving there. You feel good about when you get bills done. Um, and I think we need to do more of that. I, I don't like the the polarization of, of certain elements of, of the politics today, but it seems the way we're going, and I'm just going to go that extra mile to make sure that we can do our best to do our job on this side of the building. All right, now I'm going to ask you a question. You may not be able to give me the answer, but... One of the things that the Speaker of the House gets the chance to do is the Speaker gets to put somebody or a couple somebody's into the Hall of Famous Missourians. It's a sculpture yes. that goes into the Capitol. Do you, have you picked your people? Uh, have you, are you anywhere closer to that when you announce that? that? That, in my mind, is one of the unique opportunities that the Speaker has to do. Well, it is, and I'm excited, actually. Uh, I, without, like, sharing too much, I had given it some great thought this summer. Um, so the Hall of Famous Missourians is actually, I have a folder on that, um, and I'm, I've been debating on how, how I enact that um, and getting people in line to, because I, I believe you got to get the bus paid for and all that. Um, I didn't certainly sign up to be speaker to be able to do that, but it is one of the benefits of doing of being speaker and there are there are people I have in mind to do that. People I have in mind. See, we're supposed to be breaking news on this show. You're supposed to give me something off. Yeah, of this yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I mean, you know, I, I, you know, there's there's a lot of good things. I'm a baseball fan. I'm a, a fan of politics. I think the Southwest has some great historical figures as well that have heard, held unique offices in Missouri's history. I'm going to start um, a betting pool on who you're putting in. That, that would be great, Elijah. I would love it. And, you know, maybe we can even pass Sportsbook this year. I that was going to ask. My producer has been begging for this to happen every single year. He wants oh. to Garrett, ask him, is Sportsbook going to happen? If I, if I were to place odds on the likelihood of sports betting being legalized, Mr. Speaker, what would those odds be put at? Probably the same odds you'd see the Kansas City Chiefs right now winning the Super Bowl. Not quite so good. Uh, you want them to. You want to get them there. But you're saying there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance. I believe in it. I filed that bill. Um, I believe, Mr. Speaker, when you were Speaker, you were pro-tem at the time. Um, I believe in Sportsbook. I believe it needs to be regulated. I want it. Um, you know, our good friend uh, Dan Houks from Johnson County um, is carrying that bill, I believe, again. And it's going to get referred right away. Um, I'm hopeful, but, you know, I mean, sometimes you hope too much, you get disappointed. The Senate never quite lives up to expectations. To to further your your uh, your chief's, uh, I almost said algorithm, your chief's uh, metaphor, analogy, whatever you want to say, the Chiefs will always have a chance as long as Patrick Mahomes is quarterback. Mr. Speaker, you are now my Patrick Mahomes for sports betting. I just want you to know that. <laughs> I am I am a confident man with Patrick Mahomes uh, taking the snaps. I always... You know, I, I think the Chiefs can still do it. You know, they don't need to peak right now. They need to peak in three weeks. And uh, and so, you know, I'm hopeful. I just expect a little bit more sometimes because I think we've been growing accustomed to their 
fortitude on the field and their apt play and how they win all the time. It's exciting to watch. Right, maybe if we get Taylor Swift's help, we'll be able to pass some sports betting legislation. It, it all hangs on Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, Dean, if people I'm sure want... Elijah's a Swifty, right? Oh, t- total Swifty. Total Swifty. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, listen, she was a nobody, and then she latched her, her wagon to Travis <laughs> Kelsey. Nobody ever heard of her, and he made her famous. And uh, Good for him. You're ah. right. You're right. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, Dean, if people want to follow along with what's happened in the legislature, if they just want to know more, uh, keep tabs on, on the legislation as it moves. How do they do that? How do they follow along with the work that you're doing? You know, um, I, you can call my office. We go through this every time, Elijah. You you want my, like, Twitter handles and Facebook handles? I want your TikTok I handle. I think my Twitter is, like, Dean Plocker, and uh, I don't know Facebook. I really don't engage so well on social media. I I don't know. I'm 53 years of age, Elijah. I don't believe in the social media drama. I'd rather produce results and actually get to work on legislation here. But if people do want to follow along, I don't want the haters, of course, but uh, they're welcome to look me up, Dean Plocker. All right, Dean. Thanks so much for joining us today. Best of luck in the 2024 legislative session. Thank you so much, and go Chiefs. All right. That was Speaker of the House Dean Plocker saying sportsbook is, is slim but possible, making Garrett's day. I'll take it. Look, I had given up on it completely as of a week ago. Also, we ha- I have a little logistical house cleaning to do here because um, we always like to respond whenever somebody tweets at the show, right? And so somebody tweeted at the show. This is Wyatt. Uh, I don't know if they want their last name out there, so I'll just say Wyatt. Uh, tagged me. Didn't tag you, so we know who's fa- the favorite on the show. Uh, it says, Garrett, be official. That's my Twitter handle if you want to go follow it. You and Elijah should go on a Hawaii cruise. Not together, obviously. But as your cruise, you'll get to see the four major islands and not have to move luggage. So there we go. I'm We're in. on a Hawaiian cruise. I'm in. Let's talk to Don Luzader. I love this idea. Yep. Two separate rooms, but we'll be fine. We'll just, we'll, we'll gather them up. We'll get 20, 30, 40, 10,000 tickets sold. I've already we'll be been fine. to Oahu. So I just, I want to try like Kauai or something. Oh, like you've already been to one of the islands. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we'll skip that one. Gosh. All right. We're going to be right back. Joel Cannon, what the hell's going on? Coming up next. Probably a little interesting one today. We may not be talking about Washington. We'll be right back. Springfield. I think on the bread and butter issues, Biden has failed young people, and we have a, an opportunity to do very well. 93.3 and AM 5.